fantasy booking at its finest. Neil and Sean go back in time and rewrite some of the biggest moments in wrestling history, from WWE to AEW and more. Join us on our journey as we repave the path of wrestling as we know it on this episode of From Corner to Corner. What's up, brother? It's our Christmas episode. Merry Christmas, man. We have made it almost to the end of December. Yep. We're almost six months into this podcast at this point. I want to take this opportunity to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas. I hope that Santa brought you everything that you wanted. I also hope that you are spending time with your loved ones and making sure that you let them know that you love and appreciate them. After you listen to this podcast. Or while. Maybe this is a good <laughs> this is a good family activity that you're gonna to listen to this podcast together as a family. Absolutely. I wanna say, along with what he said, thank you so much for being a part of From Corner to Corner Nation. We love the support. And uh, we hope that this continues to grow into 2022. Uh, as much as we've enjoyed uh, getting this started, we, we want to see the podcast continue to grow more and more and more. So today's episode is a little bit different. As our home of the December has been. And uh, we just want... We wrote a few letters so to speak on what we want to see from wrestling in 2022 and uh it's just kind of specific to ourselves so we'll just get started how about that you ready sounds great so my first one is to santa dear santa in 2022 i would love to see finn balor Back in the title scene on some farm where he is being so underutilized. And you know, he really is. And, you know, you could almost take Finn Balor's name out. And you could put a number of guys in that are being underutilized. But I think Finn Balor is definitely a name that would be at the top of that list. Uh, he had his one run. He was the first ever universal champion. Mm-hmm. For less than 24 hours. And until this year, he had not sniffed the world title pitcher again. Yeah. He did have his run in NXT as as world champion. I think it re- rejuvenated his career. We got to see the uh, Finn Balor come back as the Demon which I didn't think was ever going to happen again. Right, right. I'm convinced now that it will never happen again. But we had, you know, we got a lot of flashes of Finn Balor. He's too good not to be in the world title picture. Right. And the fact that they moved him away from Roman Reigns would indicate that you think it's a very good possibility that he could, he could get that chance again. So... But, anyways, that was my dear Santa. 
you know, I, I like that. So, I guess since you started with Santa, then I ought to tell you what my dear Santa is. Dear Santa, it's me again. I've been a very good boy this year. I don't want much for Christmas. All I want in 2022 is for WWE and AEW wrestling fans just to get along. (laughs) Can we just not enjoy wrestling for what it is? We spent a week, wasn't a week, it was a weekend. We spent a weekend in Winston-Salem, North Carolina watching WrestleCade. And there weren't people divided. They were fans that just enjoyed wrestling. Now, you heard people that crapped on WWE. And you heard people that didn't necessarily care for AEW. And you heard people that were just independent and they didn't really like either one of them and they liked their own local promotion. But they all got along. Right. They didn't have to be hateful to each other. You know, just because you like AEW and I prefer Impact doesn't make you writing me wrong or me writing you wrong. Right. They each provide their own form of entertainment. They give us an outlet to watch some of the greatest performers in the world do what they love. It's something that we're passionate about. And I just, for the life of me, do not know why we cannot just get along. So my hope for 2022 is that we can stop having this divide, come together as a community, as one big wrestling family, and just enjoy pro wrestling on whatever form you like it. And then if you don't like it, that's okay. But just because you don't like it, don't try to crap on it for somebody else. Right. And, and and just you know and just be fair and consistent if mm-hmm. you know don't crap on the WWE just because it's the WWE all right and don't think that any of the other promotions are better just because they're not the WWE let's just enjoy pro wrestling come together as a as a community and just love pro wrestling you know um when we were at WrestleCade, that was one of the things that David LaGreca basically said is, let's just all get along. Let's just all enjoy professional wrestling. So definitely, I totally understand that. My second letter is to Dear Tony Khan, if, and I say if, you are going to continue to sign WWE guys and gals, get yourself some quality writers and use them correctly. Meaning, if Kevin Owens comes to you, you have to put Mount Rushmore back together. Don't blow that off. I mean, you have to think all the teases that they are putting in about that. That if he comes, and I think you and I both think it's more of a win, not an if, that they're going to. I think uh, I think Omega being out for a while will basically write off the elite. The elite will then change to Mount Rushmore, and then when Kenny comes back, he'll be able to restart his version of the elite 
for an eventual feud between the two. Um, but, I mean, don't mess up the Kevin Owens thing. Kevin Steen is what he'll go by. Yeah. Don't mess up the Adam Cole-Kenny Omega feud. Don't mess up the the uh, Hangman Page-Kenny Omega rematch. Don't mess up Moxley whenever he comes back. It's there for you, Tony. Just keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. You don't have to overcomplicate things. In pro wrestling, if you pay attention, storylines write themselves. Yeah. A lot of these storylines that you're talking about have already been written. Literally. <laughs> Just follow through with them. That's a very good... Yeah. Uh, that That is... I mean, and, and I don't think it is an absurd request. I think it is very much something that is would be easy to do. Right. And I just used the KO thing as an example, obviously. Right. But we've talked about his, him being a lot in control of the creative and he's not a wrestling brain. He's a wrestling fan. Right. Make sure that you've got the correct guys out there doing that. Cause I think that's one of the things they lack on. They do a great job of telling stories and other stuff, which we touched on our AEW show. Just make sure that we get the correct creative to keep these great storylines going. Well, you know, at WrestleCade, we got to be a part of the TNA reunion panel. And Jeff Jarrett, one of your big-time guys. And Jeff, if you're listening, hey, Jeff. One of the things they that we heard from the talent that was there, that one thing Jeff Jarrett did very well was he let people do what they were good at and he right. delegated. Right. We know that AEW has a lot of talented people, both on screen talent and behind the scenes talent. Uh-huh. Let them do what they do. Yeah. And I think if you can do that, you will continue to grow your fan base and you'll continue to become I mean people are trying again, people are trying to make a competition when it's not really a competition, let's just enjoy it and, and be thankful that it's there giving uh, professional wrestlers another outlet. Right. Right. No, I agree. I definitely agree. So nice follow up. My second letter is also to dear, dear Tony, dear Tony, I'm writing you again. This time, it's not to complain. It's to make a suggestion. Tony, for Pete's sake, stop signing every single WWE wrestler that gets future endeavored. Okay? You don't need to sign them. I know that you want people to get... To have jobs and you want to give them opportunities, you want to stick it to WWE any chance you can. But if I've said this once, I've said it a thousand times. Tony, you do you boo boo, okay? You have something good. We talked on the AEW WWE versus us show how many wrestlers 
you have on roster. You have limited TV time. You can't have 200 wrestlers on three hours a week. Mm -hmm. Get your core group of guys and gals. They're there. And when you have the opportunity to go out and sign a Kevin Owens, a Cesaro, a Bray Wyatt, a Finn Balor maybe, if you have those opportunities, go sign them. Bring them in. Makes sense, right? Right. You, you, you can't say no to that. But you don't need Bobby Fish. You don't need Kalisto. You don't need most of the guys that you've signed. Right. You know, you went out and signed Jay Lethal. That's a good sign. Right. Jay Lethal's huge. That's a very good sign. But stop signing people just because they used to be in the WWE. You're not doing those guys any favors. You're not doing your current talent any favors. And you're especially not doing favors to your homegrown talent. Because of because there's only so much time, eventually somebody's going to get squeezed out. So, Tony, my wish for you is to stop signing every individual that is on the market. That's good. I mean, both of ours are pretty similar. Mine's like... Well, if you're going to sign them, do something with them. Right. Yours is like, quit signing them. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily quit signing, but be more, like, specific with it. Like, yeah. don't sign them just for sign them. Sign them for a specific reason. Right. Right. No, I agree. Good one. All right. <clears throat> My next one is Dear Vinny Mac. In 2022, do one of two things. Either put NXT out of its misery forever or give it back to Triple H and leave him the heck alone. You're right. Plain and simple. Right. Either be done with it or let Triple H have it back and put it back where it's supposed to be. Waiting in line at WrestleCade to go to the Busted Open podcast, there was talk of, at one point in 2021, NXT was the best wrestling program on TV. Yeah, and that wasn't us saying it. No, that was not us saying it. That was uh, people, our, our peers around us, saying that NXT at one point was better than Raw, better than SmackDown, Better than Dynamite, better than Rampage, mm-hmm. and better than Impact, better than NWA Power. It was the best wrestling program on TV. Mm-hmm. Vince has always viewed NXT as a developmental brand. Mm-hmm. No matter how hot it got, it was always the minor leagues to him. Then he's, you knew it was going downhill whenever he started futuring, future endeavoring talent from NXT and Triple H had no say in it. Mm-hmm. And then you hear that him and Bruce Pritchard are overseeing things. And then it goes to NXT 2.0. And then they change the color scheme. And then they change the arena. And then they get rid of all the names that we've come to know. Mm-hmm. And then they just start pushing guys that nobody knows. And it's like, 
the guys that we could know, they won't name them by the names that we would know. Right. Like the Uso brother and the Steiner boy. And it's one of those things that, Vince, either take it off television and it is strictly your developmental brand. It's the performance center, basically. Or be hands off. Yeah. And let it be ran the way that it needs to be ran. Yep. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right. So my letter to Mr. McMahon, as Gerald Briscoe used to say. Dear VKM, it's me again. I've taken a lot of flack at times for being a WWE homer. Some of our listeners accuse me to favoring WWE. And as a lifelong fan, I have one simple request of you in 2022. For Pete's sake, write quality storylines. <laughs> you hire people to do creative. Stop rewriting the script 30 minutes prior to Raw going on the air. Prior to SmackDown going on the air. Prior to your pay-per-view going on the air. Stop micromanaging every single thing. Yes, the WWE is a machine that is not going anywhere. Get out of the way. It will drive itself. You hire people to make sure it stays on the track. You pay people big money to do certain jobs. One of the jobs you pay big people big money to do is to write intriguing, quality storylines. If you have bad people hired, then fire them and go get new people. Or fire them all together and you be creative. But whatever happens, please write quality storylines. That's one of the biggest ways AEW is killing the WWE. Right. They definitely do pay attention to storylines, build on emotion, and they take time. And they get fans vested. Yep. No, I agree. I agree. So, obviously this show is going to run way shorter than what our normal shows do, but it's Christmas, and we just wanted this to be a fun little episode, so um, as we get ready to do our last uh, letters here, I just, uh, again, want to say thanks to everybody, and uh, I hope you enjoy the day with your family, and um, we look forward to seeing you in 2020. So, my last letter is to dear, dear little baby Jesus, sweet little six pound, nine ounce, laying there in the little bitty manger and his preciousness laying there, all beautiful, sweet, sweet little baby Jesus. Please, for the love of all things good. Give us edge over Roman Reigns to complete the storyline where the seeds were planted in 2021.
I hate to be the bearer of bad news on Christmas. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, but we can hope, right? That's what this hey, show. That's why I'm praying to dear little baby Jesus. And I mean, Christmas is full of hope. It is. And there's there's so much hope and wonder. And I think that I is. Knew a, you would appreciate that one. That is a great. That, I mean, that is something great to hope for. My fear is that that would come at the expense of the greatest version of Roman Reigns that we've ever seen. And yes, his run has to end at some point. Yeah. But there's no, I mean, there's no stopping it. And, and of course, you didn't put a timeline on it. There's, there's literally 365 days. Right. Okay. Is it impossible? No. And I know you're a huge edge mark. And I know you have predicted this storyline for months. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like you have said, it's what has to happen. Yeah. Edge has never got his one-on-one match. And, right. You know, the American Dragon has always weaseled his way in somehow, which is kind of his yeah. thing. That's what he did in the WWE, is he always got thrown well, in. That, and then the second time uh, Rollins come and got yeah. involved in the match. Right. He's not gotten the clean match, which is why I think that it writes itself. And, you know, you very male, very male, very well might be a prophet, and you might have just prophesied that. (laughs) And if it happens, I will come on the next week, and I will say, you were right, I was wrong. (laughs) And then you can hand over their title. Of wrestling God. Well, I will never hand that over. Okay. And that's lowercase g. Yeah. I know we're talking about baby Jesus right now. I just want to preface that's lower g. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. So, I know your letter was to sweet little six pound, seven ounce baby Jesus. All right. Well, I like to think of Jesus with like giant eagle's wings. <laughs> Singing lead vocals for Leonard Skinner in like an angel band. And me sitting front row, just chugging Mountain Dews, cheering him on, right? And of course, if you don't know that reference, that is from Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby, all the fun stuff, right? So hopefully, hopefully you caught on that reference. But, dear Jesus, it's me again. I know you probably get tired of listening to me ask you for things in regards to professional wrestling but I'm just so passionate about it my request for 2022 is quite simple really seeing as how VKM has decided to absolutely destroy something beautiful and good in NXT my request is Please let Triple H get Futured Endeavor so he can go out on his own and create a third legitimate promotion. As a wrestling community. Whoa. As a wrestling community, we really need a third promotion that gets television time. Television time is where it's at. you got to have a third promotion on TV. I think a third promotion on TV, you don't get 200 guys in in AEW. You don't get 200 guys in WWE because some of those guys are going to go over. It's going to give more TV time, more more travel time, more chances for fans to see people live. 
I think Triple H, we saw what he did with NXT. Can you imagine what he would do if he went out on his own? Specifically if Vince sells. I don't think this ever happens if Vince doesn't sell. But if Vince sells, I legitimately could see Triple H going out on his own, creating his own brand, his own promotion. Uh, because then he wouldn't be going head-to-head with his father-in-law. He would be going head-to-head with whoever bought WWE and Tony Khan. Yeah. Do I think it will ever happen? No. But this is dear Jesus, and Jesus can make anything happen. Right. So, my request to Jesus would be, let Triple H go out on his own and create a third legitimate promotion. I like that one a lot better than mine. Mine has a better shot of happening, I think. I think so, too. But I actually saw something similar to what you just said out on the internet. That like that, that Triple H is outgrowing the WWE at this point. That it would be the best thing for him to do to, to, to just go out and venture out. Well, and if you look at it, just strictly from a business standpoint... As you said, he literally has done everything that he can do in the WWE. Vince obviously isn't going to give him any creative power. Right. If he was going to do it, he would have already done it. And the program he did have creative power over, he basically got that taken from him. Yeah. So, when you think about because all he the... he did too good of a job. Because he was doing a good job. Yeah. When you think about all those things, and you think about the team that he would be able to, that would go with him. Yeah. He'd put a team together. It could be very intriguing. But, again, never happened as long as Vince McMahon owns the WWE. Yeah. And, I mean, we saw a lot of talent at AML and at WrestleCade. Some of those guys are looking for homes. Yeah. And a lot of them are former WWE guys. I mean, we. We have talked about this, and maybe to tease a future show, what if, because we've talked about Vince had the chance to buy the NWA mm-hmm. before before Smashing Pumpkins did. What if it was Triple H that bought the NWA? What would that look like? Uh, and I think that is the seeds planted yeah. for a future topic. Well, and Triple H comes with the name recognition, the name recognition, and the experience to get that TV deal mm-hmm. right off the bat. You would think so. So definitely. Well, like I said, I know it's a much shorter show than what we normally do. We didn't want to run real long with it being Christmas. We just wanted to do something a little fun. We kind of, once we saw that the calendar was falling, that our show was going to drop on Christmas, right. the obvious thing was to write letters to to Santa. Right. And then we said, oh, well, let's write letters to, you know, four people. Right. And, you know, we kind of we kind of borrowed the idea off of Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Uh, Where he does his thank you letters. Yeah. Something, something lighthearted, something fun. And again, it's it's a shorter episode, but you know we wanted to make sure that we we dropped a show. Yeah, 
because we told you all the whole month of December was going to be different. Right. Uh, and I hope you've realized that it is different. Yeah. We have one more show to drop. Yeah. Uh, and it is going to be different. Yeah. Now, starting in January, we get back with our traditional content. Yeah. yeah. Next week's show is going to drop on New Year's Day. So that's going to be our 2021 year in review. We'll look back all things wrestling. We'll look back at our first six months as a podcast. And uh, I don't know. Talk about whatever we want to talk about. And then I think um, we're going to do a state of From Corner to Corner. Yeah. And where we hope our show goes in 2022 and how you can help us get there. Right. Absolutely. So, another fun, fun show. Again, enjoy the rest of your day with your family. We love you guys. Don't eat too much food. And uh, and enjoy Christmas. And and just remember, guys, it's not necessarily about the presence, but it's about your presence uh, with your family. Right. And spending time with your loved ones, guys. Right. That's 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 the most important thing. Right. You got to send us out with the sponsors. I got to send us out with the sponsors. Uh, we would like to thank Crouch Family Bakery. Bread Claws, Sling and Bread Daily, Darren's Dashing Dinners and Computer Repair, and Heiner's White Bread. Guys, we'll uh, see you in the new year. Stay safe, friends. See you next year. So at the time of this recording, Kevin Owens was still basically a free agent. Just wanted to add a little bit of addendum. Happy to announce that Kevin Owens has re-signed with the WWE and we are super excited about that. We did not want to see him go. And I am thrilled that the WWE was able to maintain and hold on to a guy. And uh, he did it all about his family. He's a family guy. We've said that many, many times. So super, super excited that KO is staying with the WWE. That wraps up today's episode. We want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Without you, none of this is possible. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go out and leave us a five-star review on your favorite platform. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at From Corner to Corner, on Twitter at Corner to Corner PC, and on TikTok at From Corner to Corner. You can always reach us on Facebook or on email corner to corner PC at gmail.com. We love you all and we'll see you next time.